<laughs> How about now? This is a nice pen. Yeah. Holy shit. I order my pens. Uh, they're Japanese. Um, this says Made in America. It's it's a Japanese brand. Oh. Pilot Japanese brand? I think. Pentel? Pentel Pilot? I think it's Pentel. I want to say. Interesting. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. But I really like um, these pens. I buy them, like, by the box full. Hmm. Interesting. Um, maybe it was another brand that I bought those. Maybe Pilot, Pentel. Mm, I don't know. Oh, my pencils are Pentel, which is a Japanese brand. Uh-huh. And we are live. We're, We're live. live. That's great. <laughs> We're live. I'm really glad you gave me a little warning. <laughs> So you know I look out for you. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. How y'all people doing out there? You're listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast with the as yet unnamed portion. Here we are. Every Friday. Every Friday. With Jeanette. We're yep. going to name it today. Today is the name day. Today is the naming day. Yep. It's 8.31 a.m. and you guys are tuned in. We got a lot to talk about today. Jeanette is here to explain the, the not unexplainable, but explain the problematic. Explain, yes. We're adding context. We're, uh, we're, we're diving deep into the stories behind the headlines, if good, you will. Good morning to a friend of the show, Norma Peterson, checking in already. Yes. Good morning. Hi, good morning. All right. All right. Happy Friday to Leticia Million. Good morning. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Tracy Duran, good morning. Like the view. They love the view. Yes, we the got view. a new view. Oh, okay. I was really afraid you had the camera on me and didn't, didn't say <laughs> Let me tell you. Jeanette's hair in a ponytail. How about that? Yeah, I got uh, I got an, a wardrobe for radio, you know? Mm. Like, I had a face for TV, but I got a wardrobe for radio wardrobe this for morning because it's Friday morning. It is. I'm in the leggings. Uh, the weather's very nice. It's a beautiful, sunshiny day. It's supposed to be 40-something today. So that's really cool. Get out for a run. Mm-hmm. Not on the Fox Valley Trails. Why because not? they are still not plowed. Ah. And they, what happens, you see, if you don't plow a trail and then people walk on it anyway because they need to, like, uh, get places or exercise or mm-hmm. whatever, is that it then compacts the snow and then it turns into ice. Right. So I actually did attempt to go for this run and I, earlier this week, and uh, it was it was tricky. So Tracy said it's a casual Friday, so it's all good. Good morning to Aisha Saxon as well. Good morning to all you people out there. Thank you for the grace, Tracy. <laughs> all right. So we've got a lot to talk about today and we got a lot of names for the show to drop. But first things first, let's get you guys what you need. And that's mass vax. Mass vaccination. Yay. Yep. Monday the 8th. Let's talk about that. Okay, you have all the details. In I front do of you. have all the details. So you're going to read them, and then I'm <laughs> going to tell people why they should go. So mass vax um, in Aurora. It's on Monday the eighth. Um, I hope that you guys please take part in this. Uh, it's vaccine availability. There's uh, some good locations here as well. Um, give me a moment. Aha! Here we go. For senior citizens, you can register by phone. Um, 
So please do that if you're not able to get out the house. Brought to us by Jewel Osco, the Kane County Health Department. Uh, it's a community vaccination clinic. And to sign up to receive the email, I'm going to post this for you guys in the comments. Uh, 65 years or older, occupations are healthcare first responders, <clears throat> excuse me, education, food and agriculture, manufacturing, corrections workers, uh, postal service, public transit workers, grocery store workers, shelters, and adult day care. Uh, medical conditions, if you have any of these, you can receive the vaccine, diabetes, obesity, pulmonary diseases, smoking, heart conditions, chronic kidney disease, cancer, immunocompromised, sickle cell, pregnancy, person with a disability. Whoa, whoa. So they opened it up now. They to did. The, that's great. That's great news. That's a whole lot more people now that mm -hmm. can go. Because now if you just uh, put on that COVID-19 and it kind of tipped the scales for you a little bit, right. now, now you can go. Um, right. Now, I'm not advocating doing that. I'm just saying if you uh, – so the reason for the obesity um, – criteria is that people who uh are fall into the obese category um they do uh tend to get more severe symptoms so you're much more likely to end up hospitalized hmm. um for example if you um are significantly uh over uh, weight and right. you know with no judgments on body size, large bodies, small bodies, any of that. It's just uh, for whatever reason, the virus tends to be more severe in people who have um, larger bodies. Right. So um, We posted the mass vax link for you guys. It's in the comments. Please click on that. Register if you or somebody you know is a senior over the age of or 65 and older. Please take advantage of that. Norma, when it gets nicer out, would it it'd be great if you did a Friday broadcast from where the camera is pointing? Thank you. You know what? Notes. Holla. We, we would love to. It yeah. will get windy. You're going to hear some like wind. We'll have to do it. We'll have to make it right. We'll have to make it on like a really, really still nice day. Right. We could do that. That'd With just great. no noise at all, like the stillest day ever. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Heck yeah. Well, so let's dive a little deeper into this vaccination because my, uh, this vaccination clinic, because my goal is really to encourage everybody in Aurora who is uh, eligible for the vaccine to go out and get the vaccine. Right. Um, and I, um, I know that there is still a lot of hesitancy out there, right? So about 50% or so of adults who um, are eligible are actually stepping up and saying they want to get the vaccine. And that's um, that's nation nationwide polling. That's also you know things I've I've seen in um, when I, I talk to local health officials and stuff like that. They're saying yeah yeah yeah. It's about fifty percent or so um, are actually stepping up and, and wanting to do that. And um, to reach herd immunity, we don't have a good we don't have a good number for what that looks like, We, but it's probably more than 50%. So if you want this thing to fizzle out, if you want to go to a restaurant and not have to do the awkward thing with the face masks, right? Like encourage, go get your vaccine yourself, right. encourage your friends to go do that. Um, there's also a significant amount of disparity uh, among who is actually getting the vaccine, either because of whether it's being offered to them or because of uh, hesitancy for a variety of reasons. You so, don't say. I do say. <laughs> so uh, 
and and I'm just we're gonna break it down. We're right. gonna break it down right now. So uh, in Kane County, first of all, Kane County, uh, like we mentioned on the show before, is behind some of our neighboring counties in rolling out the vaccine for a variety of reasons. You know, um, I checked the stats this uh, just this morning and down in Kendall County, which is a much smaller county and has no hospitals, much easier to get vaccines rolled out there. Um, and they've got about 8% of their population fully vaccinated. Here in Kane County, we're still only about four, four and a half, something like that, 4.75%. So um, not as many vaccines, not as many shots in arms as we would like to see. Right. Uh, beyond that, uh, who is getting the vaccine is, not super is not what we'd want to see so um this virus has been particularly hard on black and latino communities mm-hmm. uh and for a variety of reasons a they're mostly at higher risk because of jobs and things like that and yet the vaccines are not getting into the arms of our black and uh, latino residents right. so uh in kane county our population is only about it, 56% of this county is white, um, just white only, not Latino and white also, right? Because that's a really messy quirk of the census that they've decided that Hispanic, Latino, Latinx, Chicano, whatever you want to call yourself is uh, a whole other separate question for some reason. So all of this data is very skewed, but 56% of uh, of the county is white, and um, 72% of the shots have gone to white people in our county. So that's not ideal. Now, um, it's particularly not ideal because our Latino population here is most is so very likely to be working in jobs that put you in harm's way. Right. So in hospital settings, right, or in conjugate care settings as nurses and CNAs and all of this, right? Our Hispanic population, our black population are very highly represented in those fields Mm -hmm. in dangerous places like slaughterhouses, right? Um, That's usually immigrants who uh, find work there. So even though the, the people who are being most affected are not getting these shots as quickly as they should be to really try and keep people from getting sick and dying from this right yes so uh what can you do uh you can go get your shot listener um yourself and you can also encourage your friends and family and show them there's a lot of hesitancy right in the community Uh, there's a lot of hesitancy because historically the medical community has not done great things for building trust, particularly with our, our black and African-American residents, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's a long legacy of, of racism in, uh, in healthcare. Um, there is. There is, and by healthcare, I usually mean research. Um, so you would, you would have to forgive people for being like, yeah, I don't know if I trust these shots going in my arms right now that have come out really, really quickly. If you know anything about the history of, say, the Tuskegee syphilis trials, right, or um, which is a his- the, in our history, we once decided to test whether or not, uh, to test what happens if you just don't treat syphilis. And we did this by telling a whole bunch of black men down in the South, uh, around Tuskegee, mm-hmm. uh, hey, we're giving you treatment and then not actually treating them and just seeing what happens, right? This right. is a thing that happened. Mississippi appendectomies, when poor women would go to the doctor for 
routine ailments and end up with hysterectomies and not find out about it until years later when they try to have kids and then they can't, right? This is a thing. This is why when people are like, I don't know if I want to just go line up and get a shot in a parking lot. I, you right. got to understand that. You Trials mom, of birth control. Yeah. My right? mom got her second shot today. Um, and she is one of like three other women who decided to get the shot. Oh, there goes Dan. Hi, Dan. Just walk right past. I don't even know the. What is he doing? <laughs> oh, that's not Dan. It's just some man observing just some dude the. Who yeah, looks just like some Dan. dude. Okay. Um, right. But she got the she got the vaccine, and no other women her age would go get it to the points that you yeah. mentioned. I mean, they right? they they feel safer winging it. Yeah. Than they do going to get a vaccine simply because like the the fig leaf of impropriety yeah. from a government exists. And yeah. it's really sad. Yeah. It's tor it's terrible. Yeah, it turns out if you lie to people over and over and over again right. and you know, try to decimate an entire population because you just think, uh, eh, maybe it'd be easier if we just didn't have them here, right? right. That suddenly people don't trust you. Yep. Um, who would have thought? So long long history of that in our country um but uh look around all of your uh <laughs> there's a whole bunch of uh rich white people fighting to get these things and snaking around rules and things like that to try and get these vaccines so you know yeah we heard about florida where the uh the gate uh, one of the most exclusive communities in florida got the vaccine in january yeah so and what you're also seeing in some areas is <laughs> Let's like talk, yeah yeah what you're also seeing in some areas is there's folks um there's places where if you are a caregiver in you know this is other states if you're a caregiver to uh an elderly person you can get a vaccine to help protect that old person when you're taking care of them so now you've got young rich people offering to buy off random old people and say like i'll give you money if you say i'm your caregiver and right. you get me a vaccine mm. right so this is uh this is not great it's not great it's, it's not, what the right it's just oh it's not great uh it is this is one of those things where when you have good governance over years and years and years and years you're able to mobilize people in a much more effective way to do the thing that we all well need said. to do to keep ourselves safe mm -hmm. so vaccine appointment has been uh, has been posted in the comments for you guys to check out uh check it out click yeah. on it yeah. Good shots. Yeah. So if you if you are elderly, if you uh, if you are a larger person, right? You get you get shit upon so much in the society for being a larger person. Give everybody the middle finger by getting in line and getting your shot first. <laughs> right? Love it. Let's do it. Very well said. <laughs> Very well said. For more information about the Tuskegee experiment, uh, stay tuned for that. I'm gonna post a link for from a great article for you guys to check out. Uh, I'll have that posted for you guys this afternoon so you can see what we are talking about for those humans who are unfamiliar with the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah. All right. Um, quick local headlines for you guys. There is some cool stuff going on here locally. The Aurora Noon Lions are celebrating St. Patty's Day with the corned beef and cabbage dinner fundraiser. The public's invited for that. Dine-in and drive through option Wednesday the 17th. Uh, from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. at Luigi's Pizza in Aurora. Dinner options are corned beef, cabbage, carrots, potatoes, bread, and a cookie. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. There's a cookie involved. There is a cookie involved. Uh, to order, you can 
uh, do so the day of or click the link that we posted from the Noon Lions page and get your tickets there. And next year I will be convincing them to do pierogi for Casimir Pulaski Day because I feel... We had a spirited debate last I night. I feel y'all. really left out about this. Look, cabbage should be fermented and then stuffed in a pastry and then deep fried and covered in butter. For our Polish <laughs> listeners out there, shouts out to you. Dzień dobry. What's it that? means hello. Dzień dobry. Dzień dobry. See that? We learn it on the show. You, who else is giving you the Polish language at 8.46 a.m.? It is the only <laughs> word I know in oh. Polish besides pierogi. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome. Um, so, yeah, we had a spirited debate about Kazimierz Pulaski Day as opposed to, say, Patty last night. But yeah, who all remembers getting Kazimierz Pulaski Day off as a kid? I remember that. Here I go dating myself again. I remember that. But, man. Dating myself, too. I remember that extra days. day off. And the man, the man was a hero and might not have been. What did he do? Um, uh, he got his balls shot off in the, re- in the Revolutionary War. He was a general for us. And he, yeah, was, he was. Um, he got shot in a place you really don't want to get shot and then died of gangrene like three days later. Also, fun fact, he was um, intersex. So, which is like they uh, have dug up uh, Casimir Pulaski's poor body um, and uh, for a variety of reasons, I think they were moving him or something like that. And um, turns out, so, uh, you know, gender is fluid. Sex is uh, a a thing though, right? And he was born with... uh, multiple chromosomes probably they think so yeah which just goes to show you so like he's very small in stature and has kind of like wider hips and things like that so when they dug up his his uh skeleton you could see all of these uh these features right Mm -hmm. that sort of indicate that he probably looked a little bit more like a girl and then just tried to look really really manly by riding horses and killing the british for us so good for him good for him good for casimir Pulaski. Shouts out to Kazmir Pulaski. Who knew? Also, next year, like I'm telling you, we're doing pierogi. We will just eat pierogi on the show if that's our only option. Uh, I'm down with that. Okay, I'm yeah. down with that. I've yeah. only eaten a pierogi once in my life. Man. Once in my life. All right. Um, so we're going to get on to pets. But in the meantime, what I'm going to do for you guys is, so you know we got that name, Chris Bergeson. Fun fact about Kazmir Pulaski. See that? We got... <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello, Chris. All right, so we put the names, some names that we've gotten for the show in the comments right now. Um, the name. Names for this segment. So, name for the segment. So last week we said we need a name for when Jeanette comes on mm-hmm. and explains uh, the news and offers you context and fun facts about Kazmir Pulaski and, um, you know, other things you didn't know that you needed to know yeah but from health no. to balls getting shot off but all now of it. you feel better having known it um so many options uh have arisen over the week from our fine listeners i have a favorite are we doing this now no not no we're not doing it yet we're not doing it now. we're not doing it now so do people still have time right now if they want to comment on they what do. they think it should be so in the comments right now on the facebook live go ahead and post if you didn't already or if you did already and want to advocate yes for the best title of this show right because we're picking it today y'all we're picking it today all right okay so um we got news about pets though what what what's what's pets we got news about pets who doesn't love pets who doesn't love pets um apparently some of our older men no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding but um 
I do want to launch a campaign to get uh, poor Alderman Emmanuel Lamas a pet because apparently he's never had one. So here that is was t- tragic, right? right? Like I, maybe he's allergic or something. I don't know. I'll get you a goldfish or one of them bearded lizard or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like we're gonna get <laughs> this. This man needs to know the love of an animal. Um, so here's the uh, here's the story. Uh, Aurora is considering a humane pet ordinance. Right. Um, and a humane pet ordinance, what it would do is prohibit the sale of animals um, in, of commercially bred animals in pet stores. So what that means is your pet lands and your happiness as pets and that creepy place at the mall where like the, the puppies are dressed up like babies and they put them in cribs or whatever. Yeah. That specifically would be prohibited um you would still be able to buy pets in the city you would be able to buy them from breeders of Mm -hmm. specific animals um you would be able to buy them for or you'd be able to adopt like through those stores so a lot of pet stores will have you know adoption days and they bring in the rescues and you get to meet all the cute pets and stuff like that so but it specifically prevents purchasing these commercially bred animals so that's i'm we're just going to put the word on it puppy mills it's preventing the sale of animals that come from puppy mills sure so um this is it just came out of the rules administrations and procedures committee rap um the rap the rap committee oh that'd be such a better committee right <laughs> if they were if they were really rapping on yes, it like busting a all, rhyme or something yes you're all allowed to debate this topic but you have to do it in rhyme <laughs> Alderman Donnell's got like a gold uh, chain and shit. <laughs> man. Uh, things, uh, I would, golf things, carts. Electric golf carts. Things <laughs> I would pay to see. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, Alderman Franco, Fifth Ward, shout out. He's um, one of the folks who's behind this. Alderman. Uh, ooh, who's Alderman the, Franco, Alderman, what up? Alderman Patty Smith out of the Eighth, eighth Ward flatly said she wants a humane pet ordinance. Patty Smith, so, what up? So, yes. Um, so. Uh, and and here's the kicker, when they went through their emails from their residents who care about this, 95% of people said they would like to see this ordinance. 95%. You cannot get 95% buy-in on anything. I could Thanks. not. I could not like pass a resolution at city council that says rainbows are pretty and get 95% of people to like <laughs> right. buy in on it. You'd have right? people like they're not pretty. They're they're, 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 they're ugly. They're yeah. Simple. Yeah. Depression. I don't know. Right. Whatever. Like, um, so, <laughs> so, uh, humane pet ordinance. Uh, on the opposite side of this debate, right? So, so first of all, let's talk about. Let's get dig a little bit further into what we're talking about here when we're talking about these commercially, quote unquote, commercially bred. I'm doing the air quotes. You can't see it. The commercially bred dogs and, and cats. Um, uh, this is regulated by the USDA, which is the they regulate agriculture in the country. So the so commercially bred dogs are um, are held to the same standards as like cows and chickens, right? And we can debate the value of dogs versus cows and chickens all day and how we choose to eat what we eat. But um, when it comes down to it, it is in these even in. Um, for commercial breeders that are following the rules, mm-hmm. a dog, a Dalmatian, for example, could be kept in a cage that is three foot by three foot for its entire life 
and only interact with other animals when a male dog is brought in to breed with it and then it's puppies which are then taken away and then a male dog is brought in to breed and then it's pregnant and alone and then you know the puppies and then they get taken away over and over and over again for their entire life Mm -hmm. this is fully legal so you go and buy your puppy at the pet store and you take it home and you treat it like you know the little princess that it is I know mine is just an awful awful dog because she gets so spoiled Um, but you would never treat your dog that way and yet the mother of your dog is treated that way if you're buying from these commercial breeders so so this ordinance would not take away your ability to buy dogs because you could still go to a breeder who breeds a specific breed and in their um in their kitchen or whatever you could still go go and adopt which of course we have a huge pet overpopulation problem in this country um but you would stop um bringing these uh these animals who have come from horrific conditions into our community um what is it that people don't understand about that though because the, the the comments and the calls when i was listening to it the people that called in seemed a little bit yes yeah, a little bit i'm not gonna say people were spirited about it just like we're talking about sure. but it seemed like i don't think some people got those fine points and details i don't think a lot of people are are aware of what's happening in puppy mills. Uh, yeah, so um, so I think that there's a few things uh, happening. You know, one, of course, is that you've got people who are actually making money off of this, and whenever you've got people making money, they're going to bring, you know, they're going to be real vocal about trying to keep that revenue stream right. alive. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's also this critique that says, like, really we're dealing with this issue and we've got so many other issues in town happening right so i think the man who never had a puppy poor said something again, like you guys said, can we like alderman lamas look, look you know what we'll <laughs> take you to animal care and control you can pick out whatever cute animal you want and take him home that's why he looks so sad in those calls it does he i don't i don't i haven't watched the calls he's never but, smiling Aww. It's because no, he so never had a pet. I'm, Alderman Lamas, this is for you, bruh. Yeah, yeah. We're not even mad at it. We yeah, just want you to know the yeah, love yeah. of... A, air hug. Air yeah. hug. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, but so, you know, his his critique was uh, he was disappointed that people have more interest in animal welfare than in crime and violence and all these other issues in the mm-hmm. city. OK, valid. Right. Like if you think that the life of a human is more important than the life of like, a, you know, an animal, like I get it. That's a pretty common. I, you know, I'm not debating that yeah. because we can yeah. get into we, it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if uh, but this is. You know, solving crime and violence in a city is a really complex issue, right? Like that cities have been trying to figure out for as long as cities have been around. Uh, And it's going to take a lot of moving pieces and a lot of money and a lot of fun, you know, like a lot of things Mm -hmm. to curb crime and violence. Stopping puppy mill puppies from coming in and being sold in a pet store is can be done with the stroke of a pen. Sure. And if we could stop crime and violence with like literally the stroke of a pen, then we would do it, obviously. So just so don't throw don't. 
don't uh, don't toss out this this amazing this this great opportunity. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Thank you. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah. I knew that expression. Don't omit the good. Yeah. Looking for the perfect. Yeah. So uh, you know there are other really valid critiques on that point. You know if you ever talk to the former executive director of Hassid House, which is right down the street from Animal Care and Control, like he would get so angry at like we spent how much money on this amazing Animal Care and Control facility, and I got I got a bag for scraps for these humans who are living without home like at the homeless shelter right and that's that has a little bit more credence because then you're talking like significant city funding but there is no city funding that goes into this like you write the law and then the the puppy mill puppies are not coming into the pet stores anymore the the end right right so so that's part of it um there's also this talk of like what if we uh had tighter regulation around breeders like so what if we tried to just weed out the worst like the bad actors um they tried that actually in naperville so naperville has been fighting the puppy mill ordinances ordinance issue for about six years at this point damn damn right like we could get this done and just over with and not have to worry about it in like a month so um their first response was what if we have an ordinance where all of the puppies sellers in town have to have documentation for all of their puppies and where they came from and they're not allowed to sell from any breeders that have ever been fined by the usda and like all of these really specific regulations um the problem with that is whenever you introduce a lot of regulations like that you then have to go and enforce it right? right and so then it causes this headache of like do we do inspections do we just wait for people to complain about things you sort of lose the teeth of of the legislation mm -hmm. so and it, it kind of ends up like uh not working because in the end uh last year in february naperville passed this similar what we're looking at now this humane pet ordinance right. that is like all right you just can't sell puppies in this town you just can't do it so um in in stores right. so um so sign this law right sign this ordinance just 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 move, do it just move past it right and let's move on to bigger issues let's move on to crime and violence i really do believe that the reason why it's such a hot button topic in the city is because it's just undecided it's just not done just like it's just it's just right? a very easy thing to do. Yeah, people love their pets, and they want to make sure that their pets are coming, right. Are are that all animals are loved? And it's like the longer this goes on, it just seems yeah, to be that. Trust me, trust me, Aurora City Council. If you take forever on this, it's just gonna grow louder. Seriously, it's people. Seriously. Are, yeah, like they will. People will not stop they because won't. people love dogs. And then you're going to have dogs at your city council meeting, which they had in Naperville, right? People are going to be dressing up like dogs and protesting. Up, right. Yeah. So just pass it. Move on. Yeah. Let's do something. Let's do something else. Let's let's hit crime and violence. They'll be you know? marching, saying things like, woof, woof, tear down this roof. Woof. Oh, my woof. God. Tear down. I just I made this. that up right I now. I love this yeah. so much. <laughs> so so just, just get it passed. Just get it passed. Move on. All right, so before we get into the name part, last little blurb of the day, uh, Holy Angel School. We did, or did we have? What else we got? Did we, we did the, was that all for the pets? I think that's it for the pets. Okay. 
I could talk more about vaccines if you want, but I feel like we already did that. We did. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just want to make sure that we're like. But like, I can talk forever about either of those things. Um, so, Holy Angels, a STEM school, excuse me, a STEM specialty school rooted deep uh, in faith and recognized for academic excellence. They're having their 15th annual Seraphim Ball. This year's theme is a toast to the teachers, an online celebration of the school's in classroom teachers, remote teachers, and student parent educators. The free event will provide student parents, parishioners, and local community members. With a fun-filled way to celebrate and support a school committed to the spiritual formation and education of children in the Fox Valley area for over 100 years. Shouts out. Uh, the event started Tuesday at 9 and it concludes tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. The live auction takes place tomorrow from 7 to 8 p.m. Fabulous. I say it like that a little bit because like, boom, the, the effective pause, like the delivery is just like, bam, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. He's showing his cards. He's breaking the fourth wall right now. That's what's happening. Here's. I got to learn here's, that. Here's how this podcast part. happens. We're just going to tell you. Oh, I love it. All right. So names. Names. Okay. Here's what we got so far. Let me, let me read this. Let me just read what we got. We got Borealis Brew. Okay. Reflection little, connection. Little play on the Aurora Borealis. Right. Right. Yes. right. Mm -hmm. Uh, reflection connection. <laughs> Jeanette splaining. Friday freedom feed. The Friday hustle. The top off. The top off. Oh, like with because we do it with coffee every day. Yeah. I like that. You know, it, then we can have the different coffee shops in town sponsor us. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Powerful. By sponsor us, I mean just like kind of give us free coffee. Right. We just, just give a shit. We'll just, just all we'll the just coffee. Yep. I don't know if we have enough coffee shops though in town to support that. Do you think we have enough coffee shops in town? I don't think we do now that you mentioned that. <laughs> I thing. think we could use a few more coffee shops. Let's get a Starbucks up in here. Um, we got the <laughs> double shot. One more cup with Jeanette. I like that. The wake up call. I like that too. It's classic. And Jeanette's tangent. Jeanette's tangent. I feel like you had some other ones. To tack on. Didn't we have other ones? That's all we got? What happened to Jeanette Explains It All? Oh, those ones? Yeah. Jeanette, uh, Jeanette Explains It All. Jeanette Explains All. I, that was a, uh, I put it on the Instagram story. I didn't like take a picture of those. Oh. Yeah, it was Jeanette's, Jeanette Explains so it, it All. That's the other one. Because you know I don't follow the Instagram. The stories, those, those are the ones that disappear after a little while, right? Yeah, like 24 hours. Yeah, okay. So it's still up there. I don't. I'm telling you, the Insta, I'll figure it out someday. Yeah. I was on there once this week. So if you uh, if you follow me on the Instagram, you would see my awesome, um, my, my COVID arm, mm -hmm. right? So uh, we are going to go back to the vaccines. So <laughs> <laughs> turns out, interlude from, from the naming. While I'm talking about vaccines and why you should get them, uh, I want you all to keep putting your ideas up or to start voting on the ones that, that you like the most. P.S. Jeanette Splaining is the best one, and I will bribe you to, to name it that. We'll get back to that. But here's what, So if you follow me on the Instagram this week, you saw me post for the first time in a year. Thank you, Curtis. And uh, it's a picture of my COVID arm. So uh, some of the vaccines 
Um, well, all, like, so first of all, every medical intervention that you ever have ever had in your life ever has some kind of side effect, potentially, right? Mm -hmm. right. One of the potential side effects of the Moderna vaccine specifically is this delayed cutaneous something or other. Uh, it's COVID arm. You get a big red splotchy splotch at the site of the injection. Um, it shows up. Here's the weird part. You would expect it to show up in the day after like you get the vaccine. It doesn't show up for like eight days later. So yeah, and then it comes for like a day and then it goes away. Very strange. Also completely harmless. So I mean, other than it looks really funny and you're like on a Zoom meeting, you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but overall, all of the vaccines that have come out have proven to be completely harmless. People are, um, you know, you feel a little crappy afterwards mm -hmm. in, for some of them, but not all of them and not every person. Um, so far, of all the people I've talked to that have had really nasty reactions to the vaccine afterwards where they just feel like crap for a couple days are people who had COVID in the first place. So their just bodies are just like so full of antibodies. They just don't even know what to do anymore. Yikes. Um, but... Uh, most people are experiencing no side effects except for maybe like a sore arm. So I spent all day yesterday at a vaccine clinic and um, giving out second doses. And every single person that I asked if you had a reaction to it at all, they were all saying like, hey, you know, my arm is a little sore or whatever. That's it. So we also have this new vaccine coming out this week, right? Johnson um, & Johnson? The Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Mm -hmm. It got emergency use authorization last week, I think I want to say Friday or something like that. And there's all these questions about it because the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine is incredibly effective. Like it's nine, the efficacy rate is 95% effective, which for a vaccine is insane. So people are, the, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is coming in somewhere around 72% effective. And people are like, well, I don't want that crappy shot. Um, here's what you don't know. Here's the story behind the story is uh, your flu shot every year only ranges between like 40 and 60% effective. And yeah, yeah. And that's a good vaccine, right? right. So we generally consider anything that's about 50% and above to be a, a totally good, useful vaccine. And here's why. When efficacy is a measure, uh, is a public health measure. It's mm. not an individual measure. So if you get the Moderna vaccine and it says it's 95% effective, that doesn't mean that 5% of people get sick. Like it doesn't mean, and so it's not like the Johnson and Johnson vaccine 72%. It doesn't mean that 28% of people will get sick. Mm -hmm. What it means is when you take it over a population and you give it to, you know, a thousand people or whatever, um, the, and, and then you put them out into the community where they could potentially get sick, those are the rates that you start to see. Uh -huh. Now, that's a different thing because you're not talking about a, um, uh, a, you can only control these studies so much, right? There's not, they're not testing these vaccines by giving everybody the vaccine and then like blowing COVID in their face and seeing, you know, if they like, and then, you know, infecting them with COVID and getting them sick right. or attempting to get them sick. Right. It's out in the community.
And so that changes those numbers a lot. So, you know, when they were testing Moderna and Pfizer's a little bit earlier, there wasn't as high of rates in the, out in the community for one. Right. So that's one thing that affects, that might affect the numbers, right? Because if you weren't, if you just weren't bumping into the virus as much, you're less likely to get it no matter what. Um, there's also the other variants that are running around. So they were testing um, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in areas that had the original variant and then it, down in South Africa where they have a new variant. Mm -hmm. And so you see different efficacy rates in both areas because like all the vaccines are just going to handle these new variants a little bit differently. Right. But here's the main point is that the faster that you get any decently effective vaccine into arms, uh, the faster that this whole thing ends because we have those crazy variants running around. So the longer that um, COVID circulates out in the world, the more time it has to mutate and the more time it has to figure out a way around the vaccines. So the only way to stop this thing in its tracks is for everybody to get vaccinated as soon as possible. And then and then it kind of will fizzle out the way that SARS fizzled out in, in Asia a few years ago. So go get your vaccine. Um, the other thing is that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was 72% effective at like keeping people from getting COVID of any kind. It was 100% effective in one trial at keeping people out of the hospital and like getting severely ill and like dying, mm. right? 100%. So of all the people that they, uh, that, that got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in trials, um, the efficacy for to keeping you from getting sick was about 72%, but a, not a single, like, it was like 16 people who got the placebo ended up still getting COVID and going to the hospital. Right. Zero people who got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I'm holding up the zero with my hands. You can't see it on the podcast. Zero, zero people <laughs> got so sick that they got, that they went to the hospital after they got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Wow. So if you want to stay off a ventilator, go get the vaccine. The end. And rants. What are we naming this thing? Rantaroni. That was Rantaroni. Je Jeanette's tangent seems much more appropriate Shut now. Shut up. <laughs> Hashtag under Um So let's hear it. Jeanette's explaining. What have we got? Jeanette explains it all. Are we are we doing the poll now? Well, we may have to We're not doing the poll. We may have to take the poll. Hold on a second here. Maybe we'll have to do the poll, bring it back to the people, like in okay. an hour or so. Look, I am just saying, <laughs> I think we know what the answer is here because Jeanette's planning, Jeanette's planning. <laughs> is like when a random guy like on public transportation tries to explain something to you um but you already knew it or and you just leave feeling like really gross and like uh, encroached upon mm -hmm. and Jeanette's explaining is when you get something explained to you that you didn't know that you wanted but it, or needed to know but then you learned it and it was actually very interesting and you didn't mm. feel creeped on this is my vote okay. what do you what do the people think? Well, the people are, um, you know, they... They're split. Borealis Brew and Reflection Connection got love. Um, Jeanette explaining. Okay. I. Jeanette explains it all. Jeanette explaining and 
one more cup with Jeanette seem to be. Those are popular. Those are popular. Those are popular. Okay. Keep them in, guys. If it sweetens the deal, I will bribe you all for Jeanette's planning because I already have so many ideas for how I could <laughs> how I could Jeanette's plan so many more things. I was I am willing to bribe the audience. What's that's, that? I don't know if that's ethical. That's it's ethical. It's fine. What do you call the Jeanette's planning of Jeanette's planning? What do you call the Jeanette's planning? Oh, oh. So if I am Jeanette's planning you, what Jeanette's planning means? That's it's very meta. That's just. That's a that's a good deep question. It is deep, so deep. All right. Well, the time is nine thirteen a.m. and uh, we haven't got a name decided yet. We haven't got a name decided yet, and we've got a ten o'clock. So, I think we're gonna have to. We're putting a poll up. I think we're going to be. Norma says she's willing to be bribed. People love bribes. People love bribes. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal, good morning, Aurora people. Uh, if you, we're going to put a poll up uh, on the Facebook. You'll have a day to weigh in. and uh, We're giving them a day? I don't know. How long do you want to give them? Let's give them, you know what, I'll put the post up, and we'll give them to close the business today. We'll give them well, to 5 p.m. You got till 5 p.m. today to vote for your favorites. And uh, P.S., if you vote for Jeanette Splaining, I will bribe you with cool stuff. It'll be uh, probably probably some t-shirts and some coffee. For the record, that? for the record, today's bribe. Because we live in a democracy, but also under capitalism. You can all be bought. Never forget that. Um, <laughs> yeah, today's bribe is not permanent. To, so, 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 so bribes won't always happen on the show. No, it's just just for the naming of the show. So, so get on there. Uh, uh, five, five listeners, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Five listeners who vote for Jeanette Splaining. Now, like, look, it's democracy. You do what you want. You want to vote. Oh, we're doing that. Oh. You want to vote for one of these other ideas, then do it. And if that's, if that wins, fine. But like, I believe in Jeanette Splaining. And because America lets you put as much money as you want into campaign elections, I am putting money into Jeanette Splaining. The first, like, five people who vote for Jeanette Splaining are going to get a t-shirt from Jeanette. The time is now 9.15 a.m. <laughs> and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We got to get out of here because it's time for a interview coming up shortly uh, at 10 a.m. So, 5 p.m. The poll is going out. Jeanette explains it all. Jeanette Splaining. Peace. <laughs>